Welcome back to the nationally syndicated Price of Business show. I'm your host, Kevin Price, talking to you about you and your business. Uh, you know, we do a lot of stuff regarding streaming and shows on streaming and, of course, TV and networks. This story has a little bit of both because we are a business show primarily. Uh, but this story is a little interesting because it does have a kind of a streaming angle as a Netflix-related uh, uh, star. And at the same time, it has a very strong business focus with our guests and his background. We're really glad to have on Henry Jowsey. Right, welcome to the program, Henry. Um, we're, we're most familiar with you, or your audience is most familiar with you, through a Netflix show that really is considered a cult favorite. I, and by the way, Harry, I apologize. I'm not that familiar with the program. It's a little outside of my demographic, as you pointed out. It's a real Generation Z-oriented type show. But the thing was wildly popular, and you had a big part in that. So talk a little bit about the show, and talk about how that has become an entree to you in the world of business. And welcome. Yeah, thank you so much, um, and thank you so much for having me on. Yeah, so the show, um, I wouldn't expect you to watch it. It's more for, it's like that trashy reality TV where people just go on and get drunk and hook up and embarrass themselves. So it's not, you don't really, like, gain anything out of it apart from just, like, laughing at people um, being being silly. But it, it was an amazing opportunity, um, and, yeah, I've done, a, I've done a bunch of stuff on Netflix after that. But I think that the the first thing that I realized when being on a show like this is how short the lifespan is of um, the attention that you're given from uh, the audience of the show. So my, my first goal was to, um, like, how can I make this last a little bit longer? Like, reality TV stars aren't really known for being the smartest or the, the best business people right away. You know, they go get the fancy car, fancy watch, and then in a year it's all um, all kind of, like, washed away. So... I think I was very blessed um, off the bat that I, I saw that there was an opportunity to, to try and string it out a little bit longer. And then I just uh, surrounded myself with uh, the right people and people that wanted to help me uh, move things further, further along down the line. So what was happening with you in the business front when you did the show? Or was there really nothing in that front and you just parlayed the show into business activity? Well, so when when we finished filming the show, there was about 12 months before it came out. So you have about 12 months to kind of figure out what you want to do and get ready uh, for, you know, this massive wave of audience. Um, and because we were, we were very blessed that we had uh, – everyone was at quarantine, uh, in quarantine at the time. So my story views on my Instagram story, I was getting like 2 million story views and I knew that my real, my online real estate was super valuable so I needed to have a link I needed some something to collect money to collect uh, data so that I can use that down the track so the first thing that I set up is I had a sunglass company um, that I had like ready to roll um, and then I also started a merchandise company uh, which was print on demand um, it was it wasn't the best quality stuff but it, I just realized that I needed something because um, it will start making things like turn over a little bit quicker than uh, sitting there and waiting for a brand deal or waiting for someone to try and uh, throw some money at me. So that was the, I think that was the, the only point of difference that I did that, that no one else on the show did. Everyone kind of just like sat on their hands and, and wait, uh, waited for, for brands to hit them up. Yeah. And so basically what you did was you used the 12 months roughly to build a plan, to create a plan. 
but you had virtually no or very little, little. I'm gathering very little at least business experience if done during, you know, before that year began. Kind of a crash course. Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. So I, I had literally, literally no uh, business uh, experience at all. I was just trying to figure out. I just knew I had to do something because I didn't want to just sit there and, and be like, oh, wow, I, I really like let that go by. So I, I tried my, my absolute best, and I, and I think uh, through you know, trial and failure, um, it, it, worked out, it worked out for the best. Yeah, and I congratulate you because I think the uh, vast majority of people who do shows like that uh, really do let it go to waste. And you know, and frankly, I think uh, you know when they look at at bringing people on for something like that, uh, I, you know, I don't think the network, you know, be it Big Brother's House or your program there on Netflix or whatever it is, they're not necessarily looking for you know. People with business acumen are going to parlay, you know, this into something of value. Rather, uh, they are looking for people that will create the most ridiculous, most laughable, the most noticeable moments. And so that's a pretty low criteria uh, to be able to parlay that into anything of long-term value, <laughs> if you think about it. No, no, you're absolutely, you're absolutely right on that. Yeah, we're not, we're not, uh, we're not signing up because we're the smartest people on the planet. That's for sure. Yeah, you know, I almost wonder if the, you know the casting is guy going. Yeah, this guy may be too uh, too smart for us. So you're lucky you made it in light of that. <laughs> he didn't yeah, ask any business yeah. questions, so he might he might have got spared as a result. Okay, so uh, you know, I I got a a great list from your team of of things that have happened. You know, and as I pointed out at the beginning, we've got about 10 to 15 minutes, and and we're already uh, about uh, halfway through. In fact, with that. Uh, so why don't you just give me some of the highlights in terms, just a few, of the results of your efforts and where they came from. And then let's talk a little bit, uh, you know, about some of the takeaways you have in mind for the audience. So let's start with that. Some of the accomplishments that really is a, is a result of that one year that you continue to write on during the, the show and apparently continue to write on. So talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so um, throughout – Obviously, with uh, getting you know an audience and a, and a social media presence, there's a lot of people that that kind of jump out and want you to be involved in their business, whether it's promoting it, whether it's um, you know helping connecting to like social media influencers or whatever else. So I kind of just use that um, as my best foot forward when when people kind of reach out and and we've found a bunch of companies that we've been really excited about and and brands that we've been really excited about. Not only like just doing like a social media post, but like investing and like uh, working with them on. So there's been like, uh, we've had a dating app, uh, a drink company, uh, dog pound gym, charge fuse, and a bunch of other things where it's just, I've found things that I'm genuinely interested in and where I can genuinely offer value um, instead of just doing like a, a one-off thing. Cause I've found that a lot of social media influencers and a lot of people in this space, kind of just want to get that one check from a brand and they don't want to help uh, push it further along down the track. So that, that was kind of the, the biggest thing that the most beneficial thing that I found is I just, I want to be with a good team and I want to be with good people and, and I want to see it through. So that was kind of how we continue to, to keep moving things forward is just by just connecting with the right people and people with a good heart. 
So talk about so so uh, uh, essentially you've become a, uh, an angel investor, is my understanding, correct? Yeah. <laughs> and talk about that. Talk about what that looks like. Uh, you know, is that parlayed through through ownership percentages? Uh, uh, you know, on your own, or what are you bringing? Are you bringing cash? Are you bringing trade? Because I'll be your social media champion for for uh, part ownership. Kind of talk about the whole that whole dynamic. Yeah. So it's um, obviously there's a, a bunch of people that are always like tend to tend to reach out but for me um i don't i love to invest like i love to put my money into into things and at the at the moment like my my 10 year goal is to invest 10 million dollars into startups and ventures um so we're in the first year of that uh and we've been i think we've invested in like five or six companies this year so it's just been uh utilizing what i have like i have a social media audience and i want to help a brand more than just putting money into it. I want to help get my audience involved, get people excited about it and see where uh, that takes us. But I'm at the end of the day, I'm not um, in a position to be writing a hundred, two hundred thousand dollar checks. It's more just like little bits and bobs like here, there, 10, 20,000, 50,000, um, just little, just little things to, to help as well as bring a little bit more value than maybe just a normal investor. Yeah, and I really appreciate that. And, uh, you know, really it sounds like you're exploiting what you have. Uh, and when people think of the world, world of angel investing, which is not the same as VC, you know, it's a, it's a level different. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I think you're using a lot of creativity and innovation uh, to make up for not having millions to get started. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I, gotta, I, I really love that. And what's really cool about it is I have worked – with VCs in the uh, uh, in the past and with angel investors in the past, uh, so I was with a uh, something really unusual, which is an angel investing firm. And when you think of firms, you think of VCs, uh, but uh, you know we were specifically designed to meet the you know people at the at the angel uh, level, not at VC level, in terms of our our uh, partners. And uh, you know that in any kind of investment. The $10,000 investment has enormous value to people when they're start trying to start up. Uh, money begets money. Investing begets investing. And so, uh, you know, uh, it, it's easy to go, wow, this is small. But no, the impact's big. Mm. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So congratulations on, on that. Uh, talk a little bit about um, what you – you know, envision what? What's the next phase for you and your and your development? And really, I'm, I want to make sure I get this. And I mentioned this a moment ago. Kind of give us the takeaways you have for the audience, for the listener. Yeah, I, so I think for for myself, I'm my goal is to be someone like Ashton Kutcher. Um, you know, in the in the entertainment space and also in the investing space. Um, and I'm still I'm still super super fresh to all this. Um, so I've just, just my, my biggest takeaway is just been investing in things that I enjoy because there is, or that I, that I like and that I, that I, something that I, you know, get behind on my day to day. Um, I think that was the, the most, the, the biggest lesson I learned is we've invested in things that I didn't have any passion behind and I wasn't too excited to like promote it or, or to be involved or, or to give any, any insight into to my industry and I think that's kind of 
where um, it, w- it wasn't really enjoyable. The stuff that I enjoy now is, is uh, you know, things that I, I can either use or, or things that I um, am involved in in my day-to-day life. So I, I, took it a, I, I took a step back from, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw money at this to, to, to make money. I, I put money in to, like, learn a lesson and to try and be of value and of service of those brands as well as hopefully in, in the next few years that turns into a decent check. But I'm not, I've, I haven't really been into this to, uh, to get rich quick. It's just been more about what can I learn, how can I learn more about this, and what's the quickest way to go about it. Um, so, yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't pulled any money out of any of my investments. I've just been letting them sit and, and trying to be more focused on that. So I kind of look at it as um, just, it's just better than the money sitting in my account because I'm going to end up spending it on stupid clothes or maybe some dumb shoes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I get that. I get that. And uh, even if you were disciplined enough to keep it in your account, uh, you know, with the kind of inflation we're seeing worldwide, good luck uh, to actually accumulate it in that situation. It, it's like sticking money in a mattress at this point. Um, you know, and maybe a mattress on fire. I don't know. And so, uh, yeah, that makes perfect sense. Uh, what, what's the best way for people to find out more about you and, and to follow you on social media? Well, um, if you look at me on social media, you're probably going to think I'm a bit of an idiot. Uh, but my uh, Instagram, my Twitter, my TikTok, everything is Harry Jowsey. Um And we have a Spotify live dating show that happens every Wednesday if, any, uh, <laughs> if anyone wants to come on. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> and that's Jowsey, J-O-W-S-E-Y, just to be clear. Yeah. yeah. Harry, I appreciate your time. Thanks for being with us. Congratulations. We look uh, forward to hearing about further success. I want to hold you uh, during the break for just a moment. I'm Kevin Price. This is The Price of Business. Stay tuned for more after this.